Coming up on today's show, the Chief Marketing Officer from the Cotton Bowl, Michael Canardi, joins me to discuss all things Cotton Bowl, the history, the matchup between Cincinnati and Alabama, and what it's like to work with Jerry Jones. All that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Bearcats. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen of every day. Happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas to everyone out there in Cincinnati and all across the United States of America and the world. Alex Frank with you here on Locked On Bearcats. I'm using my experiences as sports director of the University of Cincinnati's student-run media organization, Bearcast Media, where I was a commentator for Bearcats football and men's basketball games, a host of several live shows and podcasts on the Bearcats, made a lot of great connections in the athletic department, and with those who cover the team professionally, which I guess I'm one of those professionals now with this podcast. I don't know, but anyway, I'm using all of those experiences and bringing them here to lock Don Bearcats. Apologies in advance for the differences in the sound quality. They're not bad. They're just different because I recorded the interview with Michael Canardi, who's going to be my guest, the Chief Marketing Officer from the Cotton Bowl Classic and the Cotton Bowl Athletic Association. Last year, I was privileged to interview Gary Stoken, the CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, and I was hoping to interview the CEO of the Cotton Bowl this year. Uh, unfortunately, he was tied up in a lot of things, which is perfectly understandable given that we are just one week away from the Cotton Bowl. So Michael Canardi was kind enough to respond to my email inquiry and... He was gracious enough to set up a time to in, do an interview for today's podcast, and I could not be more thankful, and I hope you all enjoy this because I learned a lot about what he does, and he does so many things, as you'll find out, with both marketing and communication. So I asked his thoughts on Sean McDonough, who's going to be calling the game on ESPN. I asked him what it's like to, because, you know, he... He, he works in Dallas, and he works, you know, closely with AT&T Stadium, which is nicknamed Jerry World. I asked him what it's like working with Jerry Jones. I asked him his thoughts not only on the Cotton Bowl, the bowl game, but the venue, what it's like to attend the Texas State Fair and the Red River Shootout. And, of course, I asked him about what his thoughts are on this matchup, Cincinnati and Alabama, with the Bearcats being the first ever Group of Five team in the college football playoffs. So, I was really excited to interview him. He could not have been nicer. It was a great conversation. I, I wrote down six questions to ask him. I think I asked him probably 18 or 24. And somehow it still was condensed enough to still fit the time limits on this podcast. So I hope you enjoy this interview as we are just one week away from the big game in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl, Cincinnati, and Alabama the Chief Marketing Officer from the Cotton Bowl, Michael Canardi, joins me today on Locked On Bearcats. All right, today I am joined by a very special guest. We're going down to Dallas. We're going to the Cotton Bowl Athletic Association, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Today, I am joined by someone who has been the Chief Marketing Officer of the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. He's held that position since 2014. He started as the Director of Marketing and Communications. He was then promoted to Vice President of External Affairs in May of 2006, and he's held his current position 
as chief marketing officer since 2014. He is Michael Canardi. Michael, how are you on this Friday? I'm great, Alex. Thanks so much for having me on. Michael, it is a great privilege to have you on. We have a great matchup. I mean, here in Cincinnati, we are excited, elated for this opportunity to be in the four-team playoff. I have to ask you right off the bat, your initial thoughts on this matchup, Cincinnati and Alabama in the 86th Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Well, it's a phenomenal matchup. It's, you know, we, we uh, certainly are, have the opportunity to host the college football playoff semifinal. This is our third time to do it. And to have the number one team in the country in Alabama playing the number four team in Cincinnati, a Cincinnati Bear, Bearcat squad that is truly making history. Um, and so uh, it's going to be a great matchup. It's been so much fun to work with Cincinnati and see the passion of the fan base right now and how everybody's so excited to get down here. Uh, it's going to be a great week. Talk to me about the Cotton Bowl because it's always been interesting to me because since 1998, it's always prided itself on creating one of the best bowl matchups of the college bowl season. But until 2014, it was just outside that BCS group. Now it's in that New Year's Six group. So what was it like before joining the New Year's Six exclusivity? And what is it like now being a part of the New Year's Six and every 30 years you say hosting a college football playoff semifinal? Sure. Well, you know, as an organization, you know, having the opportunity to join the college football playoff was a game changer for us. You know, before the CFP came along, it was something that we always strived uh, to be a part of, at least the, the highest level of postseason college football. And so in order for us to, to get there, we knew first and foremost that we had to improve our stadium situation. And so we had the opportunity to, to move to AT&T Stadium over a decade ago now. And that was a game changer. I mean, certainly to give us uh, the opportunity to protect ourselves from uh, weather and the elements uh, inside AT&T Stadium. And, and uh, you know, for all these many years now, AT&T Stadium has really been the star of the show. So we had a great uh, partnership with the Big 12 and the STC. They, those were uh, our teams for so many years. Um, but by virtue of joining the college football playoff, we now could go and get teams from all over the country. We were always at large. We are always at large versus at large. And here we are in the, in the playoff year, right? And we get to work with teams like Cincinnati uh, that we ultimately haven't had a chance to ever work with. And that's been one of the real benefits of the college football playoff is that it's opened up the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic experience to a whole new level of, of uh, teams, fans, et cetera that's really helped our organization grow. And Cincinnati, Michael, is going to be the third group of five team to play in this Cotton Bowl since the New Year's Six's inception. Western Michigan in 2016, Memphis two years ago. Cincinnati would have been there had they beaten Memphis in the AAC championship. And now Cincinnati is going to be that third group of five team, this time in the college football playoff. Can, Michael, having been to those Cotton Bowls and having worked – um, with the Cotton Bowl for a long time. What's it like when a group of five team goes up against a power five team? Because we've seen them go up against Wisconsin, Penn State, now Alabama. What's it like? What's the dynamic like group of five against power five in a marquee bowl game? Well, certainly, you know, in the years that we've had the group of five teams, uh, they have held their own. They, they've been extremely competitive. 
uh, it's always been fun to be around the fan bases because they're so excited to have the opportunity to play in a, in a big prestigious original bowl game as, as the Cotton Bowl uh, is. And so, you know, the, the, the level of competition, it's there. And I fully expect the Bearcats will come in here and on New Year's Eve will compete at the highest level against Alabama because that's what we've seen in previous games where we've had group of five teams. And um, it's always fun to work with those teams too because you look like, uh, you know, certainly Alabama is so phenomenal to work with on so many levels, but they know what to expect. They've been here to the playoff at least seven out of the last eight years. So, uh, but a team like Cincinnati, right? This is this is a huge deal for them, uh, and so you can see it in everything from merchandise sales to ticket sales to just you know social media. I mean, there's just a um, a whole aura around this matchup with Cincinnati that just you know goes up to a new level. Michael, I could not agree more with the aura that's surrounding Cincinnati being the first ever Group of Five team in the college football playoff, the exclusive four-team playoff in college football. They're 13-and-a-half-point underdogs. And for all of you listening to today's show, you can take that to the betting books or websites, particularly Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online. Where the game starts. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Alex Frank with you alongside my special guest today, the Chief Marketing Officer from the Cotton Bowl Classic, Michael Canardi. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021 local experts betting advice and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins today. I had the privilege of doing a crossover last Friday with Locked on Bama co-host Luke Robinson. Great time with him. As these two teams, Cincinnati and Alabama, doing battle in the Cotton Bowl one week from today. All right, back to my special guest, Michael Canardi. I want to turn this to you now and talk about your role within the Cotton Bowl. And there's a lot of things that you do, and I was reading up on them, and they sound like they are all very important roles. So can you kind of go in depth a little bit on what specifically your role is within the Cotton Bowl. Sure. Well, as chief marketing officer, I kind of straddle the fence between marketing and communications. You know, and I oversee our communication strategy and, and uh, work closely with our director of communications and a great team that we have in place to um, certainly put our best foot forward in regards to working with media and making sure that we're able to tell the story about the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic at the highest level. Um, and then separate from that, from a marketing perspective, I oversee all of our uh, corporate partnership program uh, and work closely with ESPN as our television partner. And then as part of the college football playoff and the way the CFP is set up, there's a, there's a process of, of CFP partners that we work closely with, um, sponsors, if you will, that, that I'm the liaison for. So 
again, from a marketing perspective, it's pushing the game and working with our corporate partners from the communication side of things. A lot of similar similarities on the marketing side, pushing um, storylines and trying to, you know, uh, ultimately tell the story of the Cotton Bowl in a manner that, that makes people want to come out and buy tickets and come to the game every year. Something that stood out to me, Michael, that you just mentioned and that I read was you straddle the line between marketing and communication. So, and you're the liaison for ESPN. So this is the second straight Cotton Bowl when it's a semifinal that Sean McDonough and his crew are going to be calling the game. And Sean McDonough has a really special place in a lot of Bearcat fans' hearts with Pike to Benz in 2009. The voice of the Bearcats, Dan Horde, is a very close friend of Sean McDonough. He often calls McDonough his mentor. Have you had any interactions with Sean McDonough? And if so, what can you say about them? Yeah, it's, I mean, Sean is one of the consummate professionals. He's he is uh, you know the, one of the best in the business, and so we're lucky to have an opportunity to work with him and Todd Black, Blackledge. They were just here for the Big Twelve Championship game, so we had a chance to work with the entire crew uh, just a few weeks ago. So, um, you know, listen, Sean is is one of the good guys, and ultimately he's helping us out this year. So is Todd at our Big Play brunch. They're doing it virtually, obviously, in light of everything that's going on, but yet they're still going to come in and participate. Uh, so they're uh, they're the they're the best in the business, and that's why they're calling a college football playoffs in my final. Speaking of the Big Twelve, I read that you have worked with them as a an assistant media relations director back in the late '90s and early 2000s. What was that like? And for us as Bearcat fans, what can you tell us, Michael, of what to expect when the Bearcats joined the Big Twelve here in a couple to few years? Uh, so many so many good memories from my times working at the Big Twelve. I mean. You know, obviously it's changed a lot uh, from when I was there. Uh, you know, at the time uh, I worked at the Big 12, they were headquartered at the top floor of the Hilton Anatole, uh, which is one of our team hotels for the Cotton Bowl. And so they've since moved out and have their own building over in Irving. But, uh, you know, just a really great group of professionals. Um, you know, I uh, came on board when Kevin Weiberg was the commissioner of the Big 12. And certainly now Bob Bowlesby's there and he is, you know, one of the deans amongst the commissioners and has done a phenomenal job of, of keeping things together and uh, trying to, uh, you know, build uh, the Big 12 brand and certainly adding Cincinnati is going to help immensely um, and adding stability to, to the conference, which they which they needed. And, and um, obviously they're excited to see, you know, Cincinnati's success, especially coming in here in a few years to the Big 12. So it's a great organization. I love my time there. Still have many close friends with the Big 12, you know, that work at the Big 12. Uh, and uh, I, I'm glad to see uh, this, this new group of teams coming in to uh, uh, keep things going strong. And it's interesting to see if you look at the North Texas landscape um, because of geography primarily, but it seems like, you know, an inordinate amount of organizations associated with college athletics are all headquartered at the Big 12. You have the Southland Conference, you have Conference USA, you have the college football playoff offices here. You have the National Football Foundation that oversees the College Football Hall of Fame. Their offices are here. Uh, you know, there's, there's you know, four bowl games, you know, in the North Texas market. Um, the Davey O'Brien Trophy is given out of Fort Worth. Uh, the Doak Walker Award to the nation's top running back is given out of Dallas. So there's just a, it's a hotbed here in North Texas for college athletics. And that's what's great for us, obviously, is we have so many good friends at all these different organizations. And Cincinnati playing in Dallas, of course, home of the Big 12 championship. I'm sure Cincinnati – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this with a vote of confidence, Michael, that Cincinnati is going to be making many appearances in Dallas for the Big 12 championship for years to come. 
Yeah, we hope that's the case. Um, certainly, you know, AT&T Stadium is the, is the right spot for that game. And, and we are intimately involved in helping produce all of the college games at AT&T Stadium. We work closely with the Big 12 to help them to produce, you know, their, their championship game. And that's a lot of fun for me because it's an opportunity to work with some, some uh, close friends. And uh, uh, it's, it's a special atmosphere at AT&T Stadium um, on game day. And so uh, I think the Cincinnati fans will really enjoy it. TV does not do AT&T Stadium justice. And, and, and ultimately, to get down here and see AT&T Stadium, uh, it's, it's impressive. Jerry Jones, that's, that's his legacy beyond the Super Bowls he won early on. <laughs> AT&T Stadium is, is, is absolutely um, uh, a game changer for us and so many others. Uh, and, you know, we just finished up, you know, close to two weeks of, of state championship football games at AT&T Stadium. There's always something going on. It's, yeah, it's I was going to ask you about that, Michael, because yeah. the Cowboys are an American institution. Um, Jerry Jones, one of the greatest owners in the history of the game. Fans can say what they want about him, but he is. And then high school football in Texas is a hot commodity as, as any in the United States of America when it comes to high school football or sports for that matter. Do you work with high school football at AT&T Stadium? Do you work uh, – do you have any involvement with the Dallas Cowboys on a professional level? Do you ever cross paths with those levels, high school and pro? Yeah, so not directly in the sense that we're not producing the, the high school football games, but again – we know the cast of characters that do, and certainly the UIL does a phenomenal job. Um, Texas High School Coaches Association, um, you know, there's a, a whole bunch of organizations that come together. Dave Campbell's Texas Football and, and uh, Highfield Marketing folks that work closely with us. They're responsible for the marketing efforts around UIL um, to a degree and working with their corporate partners. Um, and then on the Cowboys side, certainly, you know, Stephen Jones is on our board of directors. Um, and uh, uh, Chad Estes, who's a high-ranking uh, official for the Dallas Cowboys, is on our board as well. So yes, we have a lot of interaction with the Cowboys, uh, and it, you know, and Jerry's our landlord. <laughs> so, so we 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 um, you know we appreciate everything the Cowboys do for us. And certainly, AT and T Stadium was an absolute game. I don't I don't mean to keep asking questions about Jerry Jones, but what is he like to be around as a person? Oh, he's tons of fun. We just inducted him into our Hall of Fame in October. So, you know, he won a national championship as an offensive lineman in Arkansas in 1965 in the Cotton Bowl against Nebraska. And uh, and so, you know, for multiple reasons, we inducted him into our Hall of Fame. But that team was one of the great teams with Jimmy Johnson as his teammate. And Barry Switzer was a was a um, graduate assistant coach on that squad. So you could see the line of succession there with the coaches. But uh, Jerry's always been so great to us and, and, um, you know, ultimately he respects the game of football at such a level where, you know, he wants the Cotton Bowls to succeed long-term. He basically, you know, reached out to us when he was building the stadium and said, listen, I know you want to be at the top tier of postseason college football, come to this stadium. We'll carve out office space for you, you know, and, and we'll, uh, we'll help you get, to where you want to go and sure enough he did and that's part of the reason he went into our hall of fame we wouldn't be probably talking right now uh certainly about a college football playoff semifinal if it wasn't for jerry jones i should have known that somehow some way talking about a bowl game being played in jerry world that jerry jones himself would work his way into the conversation maybe he's familiar with built bar and this holiday season 
You can grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but it's amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and it's high in protein, so you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Like it does for me, and maybe Jerry Jones, Michael, and you, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers, or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going, so throw one in your jacket or purse because you never know when you're going to need it. And if you're like me and friends with Santa, tell him to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. I already have. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. And if you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. There's different flavors, all covered in chocolate. It tastes so good, you won't believe they're filled with protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Alex Frank with you and my special guest for today, Chief Marketing Officer from the Cotton Bowl, Michael Canardi. Now, with this bowl game being a bowl game in not just Dallas, but the state of Texas, Texas is a football hotbed, the whole state. It is a religion down there in Texas. I feel like from my vantage point here in Cincinnati, I've never experienced it personally. But Michael Canardi certainly has. And as you'll hear throughout the remainder of this interview, I asked him if he had a role leading up to the 2015 National Championship game in Dallas between Oregon and Ohio State. I asked him if he's worked with any high school football events in the state of Texas. And one event that goes on every year there that is on my bucket list to go to after the game this year, the Red River Showdown, Shootout, whatever you call it, Texas and Oklahoma and the Texas State Fair, I asked him all about that because when you are the chief marketing officer for a bowl game in Dallas, Texas, it's not just the bowl game, it's football entirely in Dallas that Michael has played a role in every level, high school football and pro. And we talked about all of that, all three levels, in the remainder of today's interview with Michael Canardi himself. Did you have any involvement with the planning or whatever whatever it was with the national championship game when it was there in 2014? We did, yeah. So our, our group partnered with the Cowboys to form what was called the Stadium Events Organizing Committee that served as the LOC or the local organizing committee for that first national championship as part of the college football playoff era. So we were intimately involved in helping the college football playoff put on the, all of the events around the game. And, you know, um, gosh, you know, ever since then, right, that was Ohio State and, and Zeke and, and Zeke very much uh, is a part of the North Texas community with the Cowboys. So uh, that was a memorable, memorable time for sure. So funny how things come full circle. Zeke has a tremendous game in that national championship game, and now he is a face of that of the Dallas Cowboys franchise. So, Michael, fans of my generation, and they they know it's called the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. They know about Blimpworthy. I'm someone that knows about that, too, being in that generation, but I remember when it was called the AT&T Cotton Bowl Classic. So how did Goodyear become the sponsor of this bowl game, and what role did you play in making that happen? 
Well, you have to actually go back to before AT&T. So Southwestern Bell actually uh, took over as title sponsor of our game. Uh, we were mobile. That was our first title sponsor, the mobile Cotton Bowl. And then um, mobile went away, and here comes Southwestern Bell at a very important time for our organization. Southwestern Bell was headquartered here in Texas at the time down in San Antonio, and we were really Southwestern Bell's first major sports sponsorship property. And Southwestern Bell just grew and grew and grew and started gobbling up all of the baby bells and eventually actually bought out AT&T. And because AT&T was a global name, they kept AT&T as their name, switched to, if you will. And because of that, um, we became the AT&T Cotton Bowl. And they were phenomenal partners of ours for, you know, for almost two decades uh, at some level. And you know, when they put their name on the stadium at, at AT&T Stadium, they, they came to us and said, hey, guys, listen, you know, the investment that we have in naming rights of the stadium, plus what it would cost us to do the, the uh, title sponsorship of the Cotton Bowl, we just can't justify both. We love you and we want you guys to succeed. But from that standpoint, we're going to stick with the naming rights sponsorship. So here comes Goodyear. And um, thank goodness they, they did come. They've been so great to work with. Their um, persona fits our persona, and they—it's it, been a great partnership for um, you know seven going on eight years with with Goodyear, and so um, we couldn't ask honestly. We've been very lucky in the sense that all these many years now, we really only had three title sponsors uh, between Mobile and Southwestern Bell, AT and T, and 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 uh, and Goodyear. I noticed. I, I noticed Southwestern Bell when I was going back yesterday and looking at all the previous ticket stubs and, and seeing what they were like, I noticed Southwestern Bell. And it, I mean, the history of this game, Michael, to me is right up there with any bowl, any bowl game, orange, sugar, rose, not trying to mention competitors here, but I'm just saying that it is, it is, this is a historic bowl game started in 1937 the affiliation with the Southwest Conference that followed in 1941. And since 1998, it's partnered to create one of the top collegiate bowl games in postseason play. Am I missing any other history that, that fans listening to this podcast should know? Like, what, what other historical aspects to the Cotton Bowl Classic am I missing that are important for fans to know about? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, the – the rich history of our game. I mean, it, it goes all the way back. If you think about it, the game started in 1937, TCU versus Marquette. Uh, you know, Marquette, you know, got rid of their football team decades ago, but TCU's starting quarterback that year was slinging Sammy Baugh. Slinging Sammy Baugh went on to play for Washington and was part of the first NFL Hall of Fame class. So you look at it, the greats that have played at our game, the great moments that we've had, certainly national championships have been determined at our game. You know, this year, uh, certainly with, with uh, Bryce playing in our game, we, that he's the 10th Heisman Trophy winner uh, to, to play in our game. And, and so um, there's just so many great moments. You know, Jim Brown uh, in the 57 Cotton Bowl for Syracuse is a phenomenal moment. Ernie Davis, who was the first black Heisman Trophy winner playing in 60. The famous Texas-Notre Dame games of 70 and 71, and then, you know, Joe Montana and the 79 Ice Bowl against Houston and um, Georgia and Texas playing in the mid-80s, um, you know, all the way through certainly to, you know, the college football playoff and, and uh, the great matchups that we've had since the inception of the CFP. 
If my memory serves me correctly, with Bryce Young being the 10th Heisman Trophy winner to play in this game, I believe the last one prior to was Derrick Henry in 2015. Is that correct? That is, yes, absolutely. So okay. Alabama, yes. Alabama Heisman Trophy winners. Hopefully that doesn't go against Cincinnati. So, Michael, my final question to you, and I had this conversation with someone, and, and we both think that this is one – event game that we need to go to for those that haven't been to the texas state fair or the red river showdown shootout what is that like and why should we go it's i've had my i've had the honor of going to many many college football games over the years and it is by far uh one of the top five atmospheres of college football that i would recommend to any fan to come down and see the annual red river game and sense that you've got two passionate fan bases that absolutely despise each other <laughs> and and it shines through in a very fun way uh and the way the stadium is split right down the 50 yard line where it's burnt orange on one side and and crimson on the other for oklahoma and uh, you know, it's always an entertaining game. And, and to have the State Fair of Texas as the backdrop uh, in, you know, Cotton Bowl Stadium, it's just, it's just, uh, it's a special weekend. And now it's, it's much more than just the game. I mean, it really honestly starts almost a week out where people have been throwing parties around the Texas OU game for, uh, for decades. And so it's rich history, great tradition, great atmosphere. And, you know, in the same manner, I would recommend someone going to Army-Navy they got to come see Texas OU. So it really is split right down the 50-yard line. You have one half of the stadium in Oklahoma red, one half of the stadium in Texas orange. It, it, that really is that really is true. It really is. Truly, truly, truly. Wow. 40, 45,000 Longhorns, 45,000 Sooners, and uh, made the best wow. team win. And I'll, I'll go on record. The, the, the game this year and the way it ended and the way the, all the plays that were made and the way Oklahoma came back, it's one of the best college football games this year. And one of the best college football games I've seen in recent memory. Michael Canardi, the chief marketing officer for the Cotton Bowl Classic, kind enough to join me today here on Lockdown Bearcats. Michael, thank you so much for your time. And uh, enjoy what I think is going to be a really competitive game between Cincinnati and Alabama next Friday in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Thanks so much for having me, Alex. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you too, Michael. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And enjoy very much the Cotton Bowl in a week from today. Very good. Many thanks sincerely again to Michael for a fantastic conversation on the Cotton Bowl. This year's matchup between Cincinnati and Alabama in the college football playoff semifinals and understanding the history of one of the most historic bowl games in college football history and really Michael's role in not just college football but high school, college, and pro football in the state of Texas. Just a fantastic conversation with him. That concludes this week here on Lockdown Bearcats, we're one week away from the college football playoff, if you can believe that. And what better way, as I start my interview with my special guest on Monday, I start off by saying what better way to kick off Cotton Bowl week. You are not going to want to miss Monday. I've got the voice of the Bearcats, Dan Horde, joining me for an exclusive interview, a special interview covers the entire show. Bearcats fans, your memories, the memories of your Bearcat fan lives. Dan Horde has provided the soundtrack for them, and you'll get to hear him on Lockdown Bearcats coming up next Monday. Cotton Bowl week, 
working on many other talking points, trying to line up some guests. Until then, follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore Natty with two N's, N-N-A-T-I. On Instagram, you can follow me as well, AlexFrank9 underscore. And you can also email me at Alex3Frank, all lowercase, Alex the number 3 Frank at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to Lockdown Bearcats this week, making it your first listen of every day. Now make your second listen for today, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. And to all of you, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive, test negative, and... We'll be back on Monday leading up to the Cotton Bowl between Cincinnati and Alabama in the college football playoff. Until then, Merry Christmas and have a Bearcat Friday.